Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation and is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. We invite you to learn more by visiting healthcareexperience.org. Hello, Healthcare Experience Matters listeners. Today, we are joined by Mary Lynn Baldoff. She is actually the current Chief Executive Officer of QSource, formerly CEO of Kindred Hospital of Greensboro in Greensboro, North Carolina. And today, we're talking service recovery. So, Mary Lynn, welcome to the show. First and foremost, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So I'm really excited to jump into the topic. Let's get into it. Service recovery, it's such a frequently discussed topic in really all industries, uh, but in particular healthcare. So why is it so important to you? Um, So I would say when you think of service recovery, you think of obviously turning a dissatisfied customer into a happy one. Um, In healthcare, however, it's not necessarily... All about happiness. Um, when you talk about service recovery, oftentimes it's dealing with rectifying a problem, um, something that's not working. And really the importance of it is gaining the confidence of the patient and their families. Um, I am particularly a very big advocate uh, for patient rights um, and the overall healthcare experience. So I think service recovery is, is a very important aspect um, within overall the healthcare experience. I'm curious as to where service recovery kind of fits in your overall patient experience strategy or some of those strategies you've been a part of in the past. I mean, I would say that service recovery is extremely important in the overall strategy. And it's sort of when you talk about service recovery, it's almost being able to anticipate issues that might come along um, with the patients and or families. Um, You know, that's the first one. And then uh, in after anticipating, then it's actually dealing with it um, in-house and being able to respond um, and being able to, um, you know, address those particular issues and such in order to increase that patient experience. I hear you loud and clear on that one. So what have been some examples of service recovery excellence that you've observed, um, you know, in, in any industry or within your own organization? I'd love to hear about that. I think, you know, to me, when you look at when you think of service recovery, um, you know, for example, from a from a personal standpoint, like if you think of the restaurant industry and you go out for a nice meal, um, you know, oftentimes in a nice establishment, there issues can can arise. And we've always said, you know, my husband and I, if, if we're out together, we'll, we'll say it's not necessarily what the issue was. It's the way that the establishment responded to the issue. Um, you know, even sometimes just a simple acknowledgement that there was a problem um, and then the willingness to come up with some type of solution. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that they'll comp the meal or this, that or whatever. It can often be something even small. But I think just that the the acknowledgement of, of it itself can often improve that experience um, completely. And so you know, that's, that's sort of the experience that that's this, how I look at it in regards to overall, when you're dealing with service um, in any type of service industry, healthcare is the same thing. I mean, it's just all how um, you, you address the problem and, and how you look for a solution. I want to know about some plans here. Um, can you tell us about the importance of having a service recovery implementation plan and can it actually help prevent 
service failures before they happen. Yes. So I think having, um, you know, a plan is extremely important. And as I said, being able to anticipate some of the issues in advance, and then obviously through the communication of, of what that is and expectations and su- such, exta- um, you know, establishing a game plan at the beginning can help negate any type of dis- dissatisfaction throughout the throughout the stay, throughout the patient's stay. And for example, we had a situation um, in the past where we had, it had been communicated to us at the former hospital in terms of visitation. There was, you know, some family dynamics um, that were outside of what our normal visitation process would be. So in, in, in patients have the choice to come to us, right? And so in, in choosing us, we just decided to sit down and have a meeting prior to that patient even arriving in to basically talk about what our expectations are and what, you know, what our, our different visitation um, policies were, talking it over with the, with the family so that they understood. And there was a very clear understanding in terms of what it was going to look like when they came, when they came to, um, you know, in, into our building. And so doing that up front, being clear in terms of communication, knowing what their expectations were and being able to explain to them what, what our expectations were. It just was a good way to sort of, you know, um, come up with just an overall solution to what, you know, whatever issues might, they might've had at the previous establishment. And so once the patient came in, they, you know, fam- family was happy, patient was happy. Um, and, and therefore then it, it just led to an overall good healthcare experience. So, I think being able to sometime and and that's not necessarily you know always the case. You don't know necessarily what the what the problems might be, but anytime um, communication is such a huge part in it that if you can talk about you know policies, procedures, expectations, all of that um, up front or even throughout the stay, um, you can normally, as I said, negate a lot of a, a lot of different issues that could come up. So how do you go about? evaluating the effectiveness of your service recovery process? So for us, oftentimes when patients are, are discharging, so if they're going home, they're going home, um, they're, they'll do a discharge survey. So that's one way, you know, obviously that's on the back end. Um, then also we have a reputation manager. We use reputation.com and, you know, they look at different social media sites. So reviews on Google, Facebook, um, Yelp, those type things. Um, those help us in, in order uh, for us to know what our, our overall reputation is. Um, and we've actually over the, probably over the course of the last three years, seen a dramatic increase just because we've, we've decided and established a, a strong concentration on our overall patient experience. Um, we have a patient advocate within our hospital that that's basically what her job is to do is to go around from admission to discharge and, and visit with the patient. Uh, we do for us, for, for patients that aren't or families that aren't able to necessarily um, come visit. We do um, video conferencing. Um, you know, our patient advocate will do video conferencing with the patient and their family, wherever they might be sometimes in state, sometimes out of state. She's even done it um, out of country. <laughs> so, um, you know, those are with that type of, um, you know, response you can get, you can get real time response from that. I mean, we, we have, uh, you know, families and patients that will tell us on the spot in terms of um, their satisfaction and such. And then it's always, as I said, the social media sites and reviews 
um, that's always a great indicator as well. And if we're all acknowledging that service recovery is so important, which we are, you know, where do you see teams struggling with this? I believe teams struggle uh, when the culture does not support the, the culture of perhaps either the team or the company, the organization uh, doesn't support that really it's every team and team members responsibility to actually support a good service recovery strategy. Um, you know, we see it as it empowers our employees to be able to take a quick action to, to issues and we've created it almost as a learning culture, um, you know, being able to identify issues, resolving issues and complaints is actually ends up being a very positive response for not only not only the, the patient and the family, but for our employees too, for them to be able to see that. So, um, you know, just being able to as as every single employee it, um, able to identify problems and, and be able to help with some type of resolution. And then it comes back to, you know, I believe that if your core values and mission have somewhere within them, embedded within them, a good patient experience um, outcome, then it, it's up to it's up to the organization, the leadership to, to talk about that often, to explain to everybody um, how vital it is into the overall experience. And, and so I think if, if teams are struggling, it's probably that that hasn't been done, but true success is when it really is. So, you know, there's a lot of research out there linking the effectiveness of timely, well-executed service recovery and um, good impacts on the patient experience and even quality outcomes. So um, do you have any examples or stories of this that you'd like to share with us? So we actually consider um, every type of issue or complaint, even like it can be something very small to anything, you know, even up to something much, much bigger. Um, But we consider all of those a grievance and we have a grievance policy, um, which, you know, in in part could could be also said to be a part of our service recovery um, piece. But in that, um, you know, oftentimes when when that issue um, or what we say a grievance has been identified, we act on it immediately. So um, oftentimes it can be resolved on the spot um, because, you know, obviously when you're looking for certain issues and it, whether it's a, you know, clinician or a leadership member, whoever it is who is identifying them, once they identify it, they can either take a step to rectify it. And I mean, when I say little things, it could be something as, as simple as, you know, that a patient, that a patient is cold. Um, we would, we could, Absolutely. Um, we would view that potentially as a grievance that the room was too cold. Now, what, what do you do? The, the clinician would, would immediately go get a blanket, give them the blanket, and then it's resolved. But we follow it through the process and just make sure that all um, our leadership team, um, supervisors on the floor, as well as leadership was aware of that um, and that, there's, that it was resolved, it was rectified. Um, because sometimes if it's bigger, then they might not be able to resolve it on the spot. And further people need to be involved within the you know investigation of what went wrong or what has to be done to resolve it. So um, you know we we do that regularly, and then we're able to deal with those quickly, effectively, and it leads to what we find is an overall you know positive patient experience. 
We've been talking to Mary Lynn Baldoff. She is the CEO of QSource and formerly CEO of Kindred Hospital of Greensboro in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I want to turn it over to her for the final word here. Is there anything else valuable, Mary Lynn, that you wanted to share with our audience before we wrap it up? When talking about service recovery in healthcare, it's an extremely important topic. Uh, most patients, when they're in the hospital um, or you know at the point of of needing care, it's usually quite a stressful uh, time in their lives um, for them as well as for their family. And I think being able to identify uh, things that might be going not not being in their mind done correctly and such. Uh, it's important for them um, for them to to feel that people are are addressing their concerns and and being willing to to rectify what they believe you know is something that isn't uh, positive in their overall experience. And I think you know at the end of the day, um, by doing that, having a strategy involved within that, and and being able to create a positive experience in what might not be a great period of time in that in that patient or their family's lives is, is something that, you know, is a responsibility for us as healthcare workers. Um, it's something that, you know, as I said, I, I, I tend to be passionate about and be an advocate for. And so I appreciate the opportunity to be, to be able to talk about that here today. Thank you again, Mary Lynn, so much for your time today. This has been a great discussion. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. To learn more, please visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.